Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, thanks again to Jeff from Patreon uh, for the top 10. If you have a top 10, feel free to send it through. Uh, this has kind of been fun, like doing tiny little dips into episodes um, rather than, you know, <laughs> spending an entire week watching one 25-minute show from the 60s, which uh, I'm going to have to stop doing because really that's... <laughs> never going to get through anything. Um, anyway, back on to another of our uh, Patreon subscribers. It's Matt and his missive. I feel like he needs a, a theme. Matt's missive. Do, 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 do. I won't remember how that goes. Um, <laughs> let's, let's never sing this again. Uh, all right. We're up to season three. Series three. What are they called? Uh, this would be... Season 29? Although, where does the... Uh, that I'm, I'm confused about where the McGann episode comes in. Is that a whole season on its own? Um, anyway, we're up to Smith & Jones, uh, which Matt says, Russell T. Davis loves creating aliens from animals, doesn't he? Does he have a specific theory about the creatures on Earth spilling out into the wider universe? The Jadoon are a great addition to the series, and the casting of rhinos as an intergalactic police force is brilliant. Anyway... This episode is such fun and introduces the wonderful Martha. She's a breath of fresh air after Rose. Seemingly very different while still falling quickly under the Doctor's spell. I mean, look. Uh, you know, it's David Tennant. Um, you know, like, uh, I, I find him a little bit annoying. Um, but he's so charming. You kind of like go, oh, you... All right, I'll get in a TARDIS with you and go somewhere weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, he's just, he's just got something. He he, he just makes you want to, you know, believe everything and and trust in him. And he's just he's a really good actor to play the Doctor. Like he's just a a great choice. Like I loved Christopher Eccleston. I was devastated that he wasn't going to be continuing after that first year. I was like, no. How can this happen? And then part of me thought, like, because um, Russell T. Davis was doing uh, that Casanova series with David Tennant. And David Tennant was a big Doctor Who fan. He'd done a lot of big finish already. Um, 
part of me was like, well, was he just not a big enough star to headline Doctor Who? And so they kind of like got Christopher Eccleston in and were always going to eject him uh, in favour of David Tennant one day because Russell T. Davis is like, he's going to be the best Doctor Who ever. Um, and then everyone loved Christopher Eccleston anyway. I don't know. Like, why would you do that? I, who knows? Who knows what really went on? I mean, no one knows. No one knows why I really left Whovians. <laughs> no one really cares. <laughs> Um, <laughs> nobody cares. Uh, but, um, yeah, Matt says, uh, um... <laughs> Uh, that uh, Martha was a gift to character options in a Malibu Stacey vein. Um, the Doctor's got a new suit. Uh, oh, I think I, I see what you mean. So, like, basically, it's the same. It's the same sculpting of the the outfit. Like, all they had to change was the head uh, <laughs> for Martha. Like, they could just have the same kind of like body of. Of Billy Piper's character. Um, is that what you mean? I'm guessing. Uh, <laughs> um, Matt says, I like to think there's a whole backstory to Anne Reed's character here that's worthy of a Gary Russell Plug the Gap novel. <laughs> Fenric's nurse Crane was last seen and attack, being attacked by the vampirical Phyllis and Jean, but did she die? Oh no, she has instead recruited to the army of the undead and become a plasmavore, hiring some of the strapping fit and muscly soldiers, Merrick Anton, this means you, to be the slabs and travelling the world hunting blood. I'd buy that spin-off. <laughs> I mean, it's not completely off, you know, off the idea. Like, if, if you wanted to link her to Fenric, like, that's kind of cool. You you laugh, Matthew, but I think you're onto something. I think you should sell this. Um, okay, we're on to the Shakespeare Code, uh, which Matt has slightly mixed feelings about. Um, in fact, that's what he says at the start. Slightly mixed feelings about this one. Uh, the Carrionites just don't do it for me as a villain. I found them simply boring. Uh, the Doctor appearing to be quite a fan of J.K. Rowling feels really jarring now, too. <laughs> Thank goodness they never made that episode with her actually in it. Yeah, that was a plan, wasn't it? One of the Christmas specials was meant to have J.K. Rowling in it. And... Um, Apparently, it was David Tennant who said, no, it's too much of a gimmick. Um, and I think they went with Kylie Minogue instead. Um, I, I, I could be fudging my timelines here. The, maybe that was meant the, the Catherine Tate one. Anyway, it was, uh, there, there was no JK Rowling. Um, which nowadays is just like, you're like, oh my God, who knew? Like, who knows where things are going to go? Who knows how much someone's going to tarnish their reputation? Um uh, Matt says, the portrayal of Shakespeare didn't really hit right with me either. But all that aside, it looks gorgeous, doesn't it? Martha takes to time travel like a duck to water, despite some initial concerns regarding how she'd fit into the society. Uh, filming in the current globe uh, adds a level of authenticity you'd lack from a standard TV set. But the lack of a good monster or villain just left me feeling a bit cold on this one. Nice foreshadowing of the Doctor's future slash past with Queen Elizabeth, though. Um, yeah, I wasn't entirely thrilled with this episode, but I did like it looked good. Like this, weirdly, this is one of my favourite um, Doctor Who confidentials. <laughs> Because I loved seeing them filming at the Globe Theatre. Like, I love the Globe Theatre. I just think it's, you know, the fact that they've reconstructed an Elizabethan theatre on the banks of the Thames is just magical. Like, I think it's so it's so amazing. You know when they did the Touring Globe? I went to that heaps. 
I just loved it. Like, because they were doing like Shakespeare plays in rep in a reconstruction of the Globe Theatre that travelled the world. I think like it had come from New Zealand. Um, but yeah, it was in, I went to it in Melbourne. I went to it when, like, it was just down the road from my my house up here uh, in Sydney. And like, there's a Spiegel tent there now. I should go to that. But, you know, I'm busy. I'm busy making podcasts. All right. Calm down. Uh, I can't go to everything. Uh, <laughs> no one's actually asked me. Um, I was meant to be at a Katie Manning event on the weekend, uh, which was put on by the delightful Sirens of Audio um, people. But I just have been. I mean, you would have heard my voice when I was trying to introduce that episode with Cal Wilson. I was barely keeping it together and I just was not, uh, just not in the right emotional space to deal with um, anything really. Uh, and still am not, um, which is probably why I sound so manic. Um, but uh, yeah, if you are, I think she's going to be doing uh, a thing in Melbourne um, in the next week or so. Uh, but yeah, like the Sirens of Audio events are just gorgeous. Um, I'm really sad I missed out on it. Uh, but yeah, if you want to go and see her in Melbourne, uh, Quick Sticks, it's on the 22nd of October. Um, it's at the Tracy Centre in Parkville. Um, but yeah, if you head to uh, Sirens of Audio, uh, you'll be able to find it. Just type in Katie Manning in Melbourne. You'll find her on the internet. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this, the, it's, it, they put on a really great event. Um, and you know, Katie Manning is a delight. We have done an event together before for the, uh, Dr. Club of Australia. She is so much fun. She's got thousands of fun stories. Um, she's an honorary Australian, uh, you know. She lived here for a long time. Uh, so I would head along to that if you're in Melbourne and you can. Um, Anyway, yeah, the uh, the Shakespeare Code is fun. Um, we're on to gridlock now, uh, <laughs> which Matt says the season hits its first dud. How weird, because Jeff just had it in his top ten. This is bizarre. See, everyone has a favourite. Like, don't yuck everyone's yum. Um, but uh, <laughs> Matt says don't think about it too hard because it really doesn't stand up all that well to scrutiny. Yes, we're back in the reliable location of New Earth again. What a shame. This is, I think, the last time we seem to visit this time and place. But the story isn't exactly watertight. You're left in a soup of why don't they just say and why haven't they statements that the script desperately tries to address but never satisfyingly and the end reveal of the true villain. Well, they were rubbish in the 60s and they've really not improved here. In fact, I think they probably looked better in the 60s. But then are they really there? After all, there's no such thing as macro. <laughs> See, I kind of loved Gridlock for the for the insanity, for the kind of surrealism of it, for the silliness and the, you know, the craziness of being stuck in a traffic jam. Like, this is one of those ones where I have to disagree with you, Matt. I really enjoy Gridlock. Like, I love the little patches that make you have an emotion. I love, oh, I love so many things about this. Um, not the least of which is the way... It kind of treats traffic. <laughs> like, if you've ever been stuck in traffic, you know how it's horrible. Like, it is just like this is why when I used to work in breakfast radio and I knew I was broadcasting to traffic, and every time I got stuck in traffic, I'd be like, oh, I see why people love what we do because this is a horrible, 
awful situation and it seems like it's never going to end and you inch forward slowly through a city and you're like, why is this taking so long? Like, like Punt Road in Melbourne, uh, which many people refer to as a similar sounding name, uh, it is just one of these roads. Like when I used to go to work at four o'clock in the morning, it was a 10 to 12 minute drive from one end of it to the other. Uh, whereas during peak hour, it's like, it can be up to 90 minutes. Like it's peak hour is longer than an hour. Um, but yeah, I, I totally, I totally get why you found this a bit underwhelming, but just the absurdity of ongoing traffic that has lasted for, you know, a very long time is amazing. But yeah, I I do think there are a lot of things where you're like, why didn't they just? Um, All right. This episode's gone forever for some reason. Uh, (laughs) I got excited about traffic. (laughs) We will continue uh, with... We're getting into the Daleks in Manhattan and that is going to be probably problematic because I'm sure that Matthew's going to use rude words. Uh, All right. Well... (laughs) See you when we continue with this next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.